Records. I'm Lauren XOXO, bitch. Bitch. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to this week's episode of Lauren XOXO and Friends. And before we get into this episode, I just want to say thank you guys so much for tuning in weekly and loving the show and supporting the show. And if you really, 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 really fuck with me, please go on um, Apple Podcasts and leave a review. And you can subscribe to me on, well, you can subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, like anywhere where podcasts are, you can find me. So again, thank you guys so much for tuning in weekly. I really appreciate it. And let's get into this episode. So today my co-host is Nikki from Nikki's Kitchen. And Nikki has a weekly meal delivery service and she's also a caterer. So let us know about your business. So um, I have a catering service and I also do different weekly meals. Um, I post my menus on either Mondays or Tuesdays and they're pre-orders. So I normally set the date and the menu according to whatever it is I feel like cooking that week. Um, Sometimes I get a certain demand of what the customers want. And um, I've been doing this now for about, I want to say two years. Mm -hmm. And then I've been strictly doing this, meaning like I left my job um, solely for like almost a year now. So so like what gave you like that kind of like push, like I could do this on my own and support myself fully 100%. Hmm. Okay, so Nikki's Kitchen got started because my friends literally had a conversation behind my back and were like, oh, you know, Nikki needs to really take this cooking thing serious. She needs to stop posting pictures of food on Instagram, lying to everybody, saying she's going to sell food and then never do it. Right. So they gave me like a two week deadline. They're like, you need to do this. If you don't, then we're going to cook food and say that you did it. So I was like, oh, All right. I love that. That's I loved dope. it, but I was like, not, <laughs> that's not. like annoying, but yes. it's dope. I was like, y'all <laughs> not going to pressure me into this. So I did it. Um, my first menu was March 6th, March, what was it? March 15th of 2016. Um, and it was on a Tuesday mm. and it was the craziest day ever. Um, I think I might've started at like eight in the morning between like prepping and cooking. And I finished my last delivery, like handing somebody their food at like midnight in Brooklyn somewhere. Wow. So. But it's been great. Yo, like her food, it's like food porn, like her pictures. And like, if you guys, you all know that I'm on this like fitness journey and I'm eating healthy and I'm working out. And I'm just like, can you stop posting this? All the time, Lauren will DM me like, so you're just going to stop teasing me. Please, like, don't do this anymore. But, you know, I'll have something healthy on the menu soon. Please. But I'm going to plan a cheat day around one of your weeks. Like, I'm going to be like, you know what? This will be my cheat day, and I will, because the mac and cheese looks like everything. I've had Nikki's food at Ox, um, when Ox had the, the Super, Super Bowl, Bowl party, party yeah. and she literally came in with, like, the, a hotel a hotel trolley, yep. <laughs> just filled with, like, food, and everyone ran to this shit, so yes. it was legit. It's good. Um, I said, I think I said on the previous show, I want her to cater my baby shower. I just got to find a nigga and get the kid, so, um, And I'm with it, okay? <laughs> yes. Um, follow her and order. F- Are you doing something this week? This week, I'm supposed to be. I'll definitely know by tomorrow in the morning. Okay. Um, again, the page is at underscore underscore Nikki's Kitchen and I K K I S Kitchen on Instagram. 
and you can be up to date with everything on there. Awesome, dope. So yeah, get in. Just just go on the page. Yeah. I'm not even gonna say anything <laughs> else. Um, but let's get into this week's episode. So. Y'all know I took a little, I said last week was spring break, and a few of y'all was like, Lauren, you got me fucked up. And I was like, you know, it's cool, but I just wanted to get my mental right. I was tired, worn out, so I just wanted to take like a nice week off. Um, But everyone kept DMing me about Emily being fabulous. So basically what everyone's saying happened is that Fabulous, no, Emily was in LA Mm -hmm. without Fabulous knowing, but then she came home before he got back from LA. And I guess while he, so Emily was home and he was on a flight and he was texting Emily, be like, I wanna punch you, I wanna do this, I wanna do that. Um, And then I guess. Emily, Fabulous had guns in the house, so Emily B called her brothers to, her brother and her father to come over and take the guns. Mm-hmm. While, I guess while they were there, Fabulous pulls up, and then everyone seen the video of mm-hmm. him and um, arguing with the father and the brother and Emily B. So, at first when I, oh, and they also said that he knocked out her front teeth and punched her in the face mm-hmm. seven times. So at first when I heard the story, I kind of didn't believe it. And it was only because I've never really heard anything about Fab, like like that. I've mm-hmm. never heard anything about him. Um, like, I know he cheats. Like, we all know the shit. Like, yeah. I th- we know I feel like I, that he dealt with. Yes. <laughs> I, feel, I spoke about it, a, like, maybe two episodes ago yeah. where I was just like, I, I really hope Emily B. get that nigga up because <laughs> he been cheating on her since, like, cheating. Since I was, like, 12. Listen. Because <laughs> I was reading a blog and they've been together since 2002. Oh, yeah, so. Like... That's a fucking long time. And mm-hmm. the first pictures that I saw with Fab wasn't even with Emily B. No. It was with Sunia. Yeah, which, that's who I remember him being Yeah, with. I thought that was his, his girl. girl. So let's not get into that. So let's get into this. Um, so after seeing the video, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, shit. Like, now I believe it. Like, after... Um, it was like really hard watching it, like yeah. seeing her fear and just like, well, I guess hearing and seeing her like yeah. run away and just seeing um, how it went down. I was just like, Damn. I felt like when I saw it, I had to watch it a couple of times. Me too. Just to like make sure I heard everything and like to see her reaction when like he went after her and stuff. Like you could tell that this is not the first time that he put her hands on her. Right. So. I mean, in a situation like that, when I first heard it, it was just like, no, Fab doesn't come across that way. Exactly. It's just so, it was like hard to believe. Because I was like, this must be one of those uh, like far-fetched stories Mm -hmm. that we always hear. Exactly. And then at the same time, too, it's kind of like, I think even after seeing the video and hearing everybody's reaction, it's still hard to believe and they're trying to pacify it because it's Fab. And it's like, no, I still just don't believe it. Or like, nah, we don't know the whole entire story Mm -hmm. or anything like that. Um... I mean, I personally don't agree with domestic violence, no matter what it is, whether it be verbal, mental, physical, anything. Agree. Um, on the contrary, I feel like you have control over everything that happens in your life. Agree. So if a man decides to put his hands on you the first time and he succeeds at putting his hands on you, that is up to you to stay or to leave. Right. You know, regardless of the situation. Like, you can go sit there, you can have a family with him or whatever, but it's like, once you have 
that level of disrespect for me, I can't deal with you anymore. I don't care what we have. Like Exactly. And so yesterday I was like talking to some girls about mm-hmm. it and they were like, I mean, like, what is Emily B gonna do? Like she don't ha- like what if she don't have money and mm-hmm. what if she don't have there was like they were just like bringing up a bunch of excuses mm-hmm. and I was like, that's cool, but she's a mom exactly. and sanity when you raising three kids is everything. Exactly. Like so Everyone's just like, well, where is she going to go? Where is she going to I'm like, if Emily B don't fucking sell some flat tummy tea, like all of these other Listen. Instagram girls, and like do what you have to do to get out of that situation. Exactly. Um, if that's the case. And like you said, I do feel like it possibly wasn't the first time because mm-hmm. just like, you know, seeing how she ran and seeing how she was moving, it yeah. was just like, you could tell that they've probably been in some physical altercations exactly prior to that exactly um i don't know i was just like you know seeing people not i was kind of thinking about domestic violence Mm -hmm. and why women kind of like never say anything like i'm like damn like i wonder why nobody ever say anything Mm because i always just be like yo if a nigga hit me Mm -hmm. i'm telling i might not tell like I might not put it on Instagram, yeah. but like I'm calling my cousins. Of like course. niggas is getting fucked up. Of like course. you knock then, out my two front teeth, you exactly. you gotta die. Like and then it's kind of like really. you start to think of all the stereotypes and stuff like that of you know women who are normally victims of domestic violence, where it's like you know they have daddy issues, don't have a father figure in their life, and mm-hmm. it's like it's clearly obvious she has a relationship with her father. Right. You know, so it's just kind of like what is going on with you that you are sitting here and tolerating this. Mm-hmm. You know. On the outside, you know, you're a beautiful person. Right. You know, and I'm pretty sure you're a beautiful person on the inside as well. But it's like, what is it that he has over you that you feel like you are not worth more than this? Exactly. You know? I don't know. Because I always remember, like, the first episodes of Love and Hip Hop oh, with yeah. her crying over him because he wasn't marrying her and all of these other things. Mm-hmm. And then, I don't know. I, I kind of feel like sometimes as women... I can only imagine, especially dating someone that's like a super popular rapper. Mm-hmm. Even though everybody knows my opinions on Fab, I don't yeah. know why New York goes so hard for Fabulous. <laughs> but okay, if that's the nigga y'all want to take, take home. It's fine. Um, I guess just that sense of knowing, like, okay, he cheats, but at the end of the day, like, I have a whole home, a home with him. Like, mm-hmm. he comes home to me. Like, I have a whole family with him. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of hate that sometimes that our minds strictly go to that. It's like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm just so fucking tired of women getting the shorter end of the fucking All the stick. time, especially in this day and age, especially right now, where it's like feminism is on the rise. Mm-hmm. And just female empowerment, where it's like, listen, you can do bad all by yourself without a guy. You know, even if you have your family and all that, maybe you guys are better off as co-parents. Exactly. You know, like, I have a child with somebody, we're not together, and it's so much better now that we just strictly co-parent versus trying to force a relationship that's Mm -hmm. not going to work and raising our child. Right. You know? So, I feel like there's just no excuse for anything. Like, you know you deserve better. You don't like going home, you know, to your bed at nighttime crying, feeling however you're feeling when he's out doing whatever he's doing. Why are you settling for that? Yeah, and that's why I'm just like... Because they said they've been together since 2002. Mm-hmm. I'm like, 2002? It's motherfucking 2017. Like, How many years is that? That's, my, like, I, that's a lot of years. Too <laughs> fucking long for a nigga to be cheating exactly. on me. Like, There's so much shit out there. So many diseases. Like, So much going on. Like, 
No. And it's it's kind of, you can, like, when I heard the story mm-hmm. about, like, him being mad that she was in L.A., I'm, I'm thinking in my mind, like, wait, 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 you don't know where the mother of your kids is? Exactly. And, like, it's just, like, you kind of think about the type of relationship that mm-hmm. they have for, like, her to be out there, him not know, her rush home, him be mad that she's out there. Exactly. It's just like, you can't, it's like, wait, what? I don't know. Like, and then to me, it's like, all right, you have an older child or whatever, you have an older daughter at that, and then you have mm-hmm. two little boys. So it's like, what example are you setting for your daughter? Right. You know, and that's not his biological biological child, so she probably feels like, all right, well, this guy took me and my child, that's not his, or whatever. I gave him two more kids, and, you know, I love him. I'm going to try my best to make it work. At the end of the day, nigga, you putting your hands on me. I'm out. I'm sorry. You took me in with this 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 child that's not yours. I can find somebody else. It's okay. Like, I just, I don't know. Like, I feel like as women in general, not speaking about me or you personally, Mm -hmm. I just feel like we just pacify so many things for these guys. And niggas don't give us any passes. Nothing. Nothing. A nigga could cheat on you for years. The minute you even smile in another nigga face. It's wow, you broke my heart. I can't believe it. And you will never hear the end of it ever. No, ever. I agree. And it's not fair. Like, so if she wanted to go to LA, go do her thing, let her do it. Fab, you cheated on her mad times. And you was probably in LA with another bitch. Exactly. Like, let's like, be on. real. Like, I just, that's the thing I couldn't understand. It's like, this is how you just, it just goes to show you how insecure men are. Exactly. That's it. Like, let her go give away a little piece of her pussy. Like, <laughs> go ahead. You deserve it, Emily. Honestly, because he giving away all of himself. Listen. Like, you don't know how many relationships Fabulous is in on the side. Listen, I done seen things on Snapchat. I done heard about stuff in person, people that I personally know. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, he, to me, I feel like he's just a regular Brooklyn nigga. Yo, like, I feel like anybody <laughs> can have a piece of him. Yes. Like, nothing is special, special. about him. And... I don't know, man. I was just like, Emily. I don't know. Girl, whatever's going on on the inside. Like, I know that should take time. You need Mm -hmm. a therapist. You got to go speak to somebody. You got to work on yourself. But, like, please, because essentially you're wasting so much time trying to get a man to fucking love you the way you want to be loved. And he can't give you that shit because he's too busy following other bitches. And I was just like, Fab is 40. Pretty much. So when is he gonna settle down? When he starts to finally wrinkle? Like I don't have time for that. Like no, I'm not. I don't. Like, but I see so many women settling just to say they have somebody, mm-hmm. and I'm like, yeah. I always tell people like I'm, I'm the single friend for like every four niggas my friend date. Mm-hmm. I probably had like one nigga. Yep. Um, <laughs> and it's because like my tolerance for bullshit it's is like low. slim to none. And I would rather, and it, you know, it don't, it don't make me feel no better or nothing mm-hmm. like that. But like, just me personally, or it doesn't make me think I'm any better than yeah. another woman or whatever. But me personally, I can't deal with the shit. And I feel like when you know what type of woman you are, like mm-hmm. when you really check in with yourself, like mm-hmm. I'm popping, I got a good job, I smell good, I can do, yeah. like I'm popping, like I'm that bitch. <laughs> you ain't like, about to mess up my pH balance. Listen, I'm sorry. Exactly. <laughs> like you're not going to make me feel like less than. Mm-hmm. And I see so much of that just for people to be like i got a man i exactly. got a blah, blah blah but it's all at the end of the day i feel like but what's the quality of your situation exactly and if the quality ain't good you might as well just be by yourself like yeah, i don't want to have a that. nigga and complain about him all day exactly for what because it's a drag to you it's a drag to your friends when you call them to complain about the same nigga that you ain't gonna leave anytime soon listen so it's just like i don't know i feel like 
I th- me personally, how I feel about like relationships and stuff, this might be a little bit off topic. I feel like in your 20s, you are searching for yourself as a person. I agree. So me, I don't feel like you should really settle down in a serious, serious relationship. And that's only because I, you know, I had my daughter when I was 20 years old mm-hmm. and I was forced to grow up really, really fast. And, you know, I'm trying to force something with somebody who is still very young themselves and they want to live their life, do whatever they want to do. And it's just kind of like, yo, this is not working, you know, but I feel like in your 20s, it's you're going through the most changes. Mm-hmm. So, like, what you like today might not be what you like tomorrow. Exactly. So, to have somebody tied And then they're even that, quicker than that. What exactly. they might like 10 minutes ago, they might Exactly. Like- <laughs> so, it's like, why am I really going to sit here and settle down, you know, with somebody? They sitting up here doing whatever they want, dragging me through the mud, and I'm just sitting up here waiting at home, waiting for them to come home. Right. Treat me right. Make no, me feel I was... Good, like, I was um, having a conversation with somebody yesterday, mm-hmm. and I was like, yo, when I think about, like, because I'm 29, mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm not going to hold you. Like, I don't feel like giving a fuck about somebody right now. Mm -hmm. And, like, on a deep, like, super... Don't get me wrong. If I meet a guy and he's with me on my feet, like, you could definitely do that. Of course. I I got time. But, like, I just feel like with all that I'm trying to do and all that I'm working towards, like, you know, it's it's really hard to find somebody that's just, like low maintenance like mm-hmm. just like come make me happy like let's go on this let's do that blah, blah, blah. and that's easier yeah. said than done like usually the nigga stressing you out and For no reason. you over it and he can't do the things that you need him to do mm-hmm. and it's just like i don't want to feel like that exactly like, it's like if you can't treat me how i treat myself i have a problem with that you know, because I hold myself to such a high standard. It's mm-hmm. like, I, I, I make sure I take care of myself. You know, I make myself feel good. And if you come into my life and you start to take away from that, there's a problem. Right. You know, and if I'm dealing with you and I feel like you're just feeding me a whole bunch of bullshit and I can read through the bullshit, but then you want to continue to bullshit me, I have a problem with that too. Right. You know, there's so many people that just are afraid to keep it real. You know, and I don't know. That's probably why I'm single. I just, I don't know. <laughs> I'm single because I'm tired. Me too. I got like, no time for these fools out here. But Emily needs to. She needs to boss up and just really. And I feel like Emily got some very like niggas acting like Emily. She's ain't not broke. Out here working. Like, She's not broke. When the girls was talking yesterday, they was like, "But what does Emily have?" I was like, "My nigga, Emily was busting out shoes. Yes. If she want, I'm pretty sure Mona like sis. I gotta check for you right now. I'm back on like roll up like yeah." So, I don't know. I feel like she can. And then even if, say if she, I don't know. Like, you have the look that a lot of guys go for. You Mm -hmm. know, even if it's not something serious, you have the look. You know, so use these niggas like how to use us, sis. That's how I feel. If that's what you have to resort to also. Like, Um, leave that nigga alone. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure, like, Emily been in the business for so many years. Mm -hmm. You know how many niggas have tried to fuck with Emily? Exactly. And she I did hear, though, that she was in L.A. with Mayno, something like that. But I don't know. How I thought Mayno had a girlfriend. Oh well, that that's what matter. I heard too. But you know that clearly that doesn't mean anything anymore. Damn, so. two Brooklyn niggas. Yeah, so that might you have know been how why Brooklyn he was really niggas mad feel about Brooklyn niggas. Brooklyn niggas are very territorial. So, <sighs> I mean, either way, no excuse for a nigga to be knocking your two front teeth out. Exactly. Um, and another thing that I was like kind of thinking about is. How people were, like, so quick to make memes and things like that. Mm-hmm. And although those things are, like, a quick chuckle, yes. like, for the... What was people... The Ike yes, wig or whatever. with the wig and the turtleneck. Um, 
it kind of made me reflect on why women don't say things. Why mm-hmm. women keep it quiet and keep it to themselves because in this day and age, everybody thinks everything is a joke. Exactly. And that shit ain't no joke. And don't get me wrong, like, we like we both agreed on, mm-hmm. like, you know, if someone does something to you one time, you continue to say, that's your, like, that's on you. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I don't know. I We do need to take things a bit more seriously and... There are women literally getting abused mm-hmm. daily and we don't know about it and they're probably keeping quiet because we continue to make just to just make jokes it. and to mm-hmm. make memes of oh but we don't know what she did and blah blah mm-hmm. blah and don't get me wrong I don't think nobody should touch nobody I'm not with exactly. that shit either I'm not with verbal abuse like I'm 100% like everybody keep their hands to themselves mm-hmm. but um men really need to keep their hands to themselves because that has been a big issue forever. Like, there's... I think just within the black community, like, we have to really address the real issues at hand. You know, like, a father figure not being present for a male and female plays a major role. Mm -hmm. You know, I feel like a man not having his father in his life is going to let him have so many anger issues, so much confusion as he's growing into a man. It's like, all right, where am I learning my values from? You know, I'm going to act out or whatever. I'm going to act like a big baby because I've always had my mother to fall back on. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's just like, even if, I don't know, I think it's so important even if you and Say you and somebody have a child, y'all don't work out or whatever, and say he decides to just step out and walk off. I'm not in this child's life anymore. It's so important to have somebody in your in your life that your child can go to and look to as a father figure. Right. Or vice versa, because there's many deadbeat moms out there too. Mm-hmm. You know, if the mom decides to run off and leave the child with the father, you need to have somebody there as a mother figure. You know, it's so important just to have a... I mean, I see the importance in, you know when they say it takes a village to raise a child. Because it's so true. That's true. true. You know, it's so true. Like, I have a very strong village. I'm very thankful for that. You know, and even me growing up, um, I didn't have my dad around, but I had all of his brothers around. You know, I've had all my older male cousins and all that. So it's like I never really felt, or I never really felt that that void was never filled. Mm -hmm. You know, so I think it's extremely important. Like, we need to step back, look at, really assess the situation right and then you know get help and it's it's okay to to not know something and it's okay to get help like no i agree i was um i was raised by my stepdad for a few years Mm -hmm. but for the most part i was raised by my mom Mm -hmm. um and i just always took from that it was like oh you don't need no nigga all right cool like exactly my mom i was just like damn my mom strong (laughs) as fuck like she's taking care of these kids like she's doing but um it doesn't process like that in mm-hmm. everybody's mind. Um, mm-hmm. And listen, I got issues. We all got issues so or whatever. So being that you've always seen like your mom being a strong, independent woman, mm-hmm. do you feel like that kind of plays a role in your relationships? Kind of like when somebody pisses you off, it's kind of like, nigga, I don't need you because I could do this by myself. Um, Don't feel like I need... I do want to be loved. Like, I okay. want to be loved. I want to be in a relationship. I want all. I want to be married. I want all that, that mm-hmm. good shit or whatever. Um, but if it comes down to that, no, my nigga, I don't need you and yeah. I'm good. Like, I got shit. Like, yeah. um, and I feel like just seeing my mom hustle and because mm-hmm. my mom was in the army. She was a nurse. Like, my That's mom, dope. like, just like now that I reflect on all of the things I saw her doing, I'm like, damn, like, my mom was dope and she just retired last May and just wow. like. And she received so many accolades mm-hmm. and got so many written letters from like so many high top ranks in the army. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, yo, my mom went through mad shit. Cause yeah. like, 
you know, once you get a little older, you start hearing stories. You're mm-hmm. like, damn, why was fucked up? Me? Yeah. <laughs> and, like, just knowing that, like, she handled it. I don't know. It just, I guess it just empowered me. Mm-hmm. But I do still want to be loved. And I still yeah. want a man. But I know if shit really, like, get bad, mm-hmm. that I got myself. Like, exactly. that's what I learned exactly. from my mom. Yeah. That's so. really, that. that's, you know, that means a lot. Yeah. But I think dealing with niggas mm-hmm. made me, like, fuck y'all niggas. Yeah. <laughs> Until that I too. find somebody, like, you know, super sweet and like that. I'm over here dreaming, but yeah. I don't know. I feel like I mean, because we're both Aquarius. Yes, we so, are. I don't know. I feel like when it comes to we're love, so independent, yes. and we're such we love being by ourselves. We do. And sometimes that's like lit, and sometimes it's just like it's no. Like, damn, like I really do want somebody right now, but it's like I don't want to be all mushy and yeah. We we find comfort yeah. in being alone. We do. Um, so we have to find that balance. Yeah. I always say that. But that's, that's just the thing I'm struggling with right now. So No, I really think you just gotta find the nigga that's right. doing the things you want him to do. You're like right. women always wanna love. Like yeah. that's a trait that's in us. Mm-hmm. Like we are natural caregivers, lovers. Um it's just about finding somebody that's worth that shit. And yeah. sometimes you just be fucking tired. Like sometimes you be like, fuck these niggas. That's true. <laughs> that's very, very true. <laughs> um, but no, I really hope Emily, like, I hope she's somewhere right now, like with her kids mm-hmm. and like her family and just getting all the love that she could get. And hopefully exactly. she don't go back to that nigga, like All right, not to be a Debbie Downer, do you think they're still going to be together? Study show. <laughs> that possibly. <laughs> But I would hope mm-hmm. that after all of these years of the disrespect that everybody's seen, mm-hmm. and we only going from what we've seen, we don't even know what really the real. Going down. Exactly. You get what I'm saying? Um, I would hope that she gets the confidence to be like, "Yo, love him so much, like that man, you know, is it was essentially my everything, but mm-hmm. clearly." He's never going to give me the things I want. And what he did to me, I could never go back to exactly. that. And, you know, hopefully she just moves on and, like, they learn how to co-parent. And yeah. they went from there. But it's like, Emily, you got fat ass. You got them waste. And she's that, Aquarius, too. So you got like, them waste that niggas like. Like, you can. Can yeah. we switch? Like, let me know. But, nah, he don't want to switch this. Nah, <laughs> Forget it. I don't need all of that. Um, <laughs> nah, hopefully she... She over that shit. And that yeah. shit takes time. Like, that shit take counseling. It mm-hmm. take a little bit of everything. But living like that ain't right. And I'm pretty sure it's mad niggas out there that's willing to love her yeah. and not put their hands on her. Because I feel like a nigga knock out my two front teeth. Like, no. You're not going... I'm not allowing you to I, get that I was just like, I'm surprised. <laughs> like, if it did happen, I was just thinking to myself, like, I'm surprised that the father was even... And the brother could even argue with him. Like, And that's what I was I'm like. Saying. He would have like it. It would be like a fight. what truth is there to that? Because yeah. it's just like if you put your hands on my child, then on top of that you knock out her two front teeth. There is no arguing. Like I'm putting my hands yeah. on you. Like and you somebody know? was like, well, maybe her teeth was veneers. I was like, nigga, it doesn't matter. <laughs> like <laughs> that's even worse. You 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 knocking out Yo. my teeth. I paid for. Like that's a problem. Um, but I don't know. Hopefully she gets through it and you know finds something else to do to occupy her time instead of fab. And I want her kids, you know, because if they're around that, you know, that's not healthy either. Mm-hmm. So Especially the boys. The boys, exactly. So, I don't know. 
And you know the 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 oldest boy, he he his daddy. Like the way he be standing and shit. Exactly. Like you would have swore the haircuts. We like, don't need okay. a fat part too. Listen, not not in these streets. Um. <laughs> but okay. Yeah. So who you think bit Beyonce on the cheek? All right. <laughs> so after hearing about it, they said Sanaa Lathan did it. But then, it's but just, what type of bite was it? That's what I'm saying. Was also, it a playful bite? Like, but when you think about it, if you was at a club with your girl, somebody mm-hmm. came up to you and bit your cheek, you would be like, "Hold on, like, exactly. what the fuck is going on?" <laughs> like, like you don't just bite somebody's cheek, right? Exactly. So I'm just like, and then okay, so they said that it was Sanaa Lathan, and then Sanaa Lathan goes out on her like her Twitter or something. It was like it wasn't me, right? And then somebody else, I forgot who it was, said that it was her. But then, in defense of that, they were just like, it was like a playful bite because I guess Beyonce turned to Sanaa and her mouth was open and she wound up biting her. Mm. So that kind of made sense. So I'm just like, if that's the truth, then Tiffany, why did you feel the need to make it seem oh, like Oh, like, yeah, kind of like her mouth is open, she talked and okay. you turn and then you okay. bite. So I don't know. But I think I just like the way Tiffany stole the- told the story because Tiffany was like then Beyonce looked at me and said this bitch bit my cheek (laughs) I was like like, yo I just need Tiffany Haddish to be a storyteller she's very good Um, at that but also I think sometimes she's like I think people like Beyonce like Mm -hmm. telling those type of stories is like because she was like yo she had to sign an NDA Mm -hmm. so she can't even tell exactly who the fuck bit Beyonce on the cheek exactly and it's just like I feel like for Beyonce to even be like, nah, I gotta get this bitch an NDA mm-hmm. for this. Like, this shit is annoying. It is like, Tiffany, keep Beyonce where you got Beyonce. Exactly. Like, keep getting them invites to that party. <laughs> like, some things you gotta keep from to yourself. Like, That's how I feel, too. Because it's like, the, car, the, the two of them, they're just so private, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that's something that helps them with drawing a crowd, you know, and just drawing people to them because they are so private. So when they do come out and do something, it's like, all right, what are they about to do? Because we don't know anything about them. Right. We still ain't see them babies um, since those pictures. Oh, yeah, the, we saw the two. Like, yeah, but it's like, yo, like, they're very, very Somebody friendly. got me on April Fool's, too, because it was like... <laughs> It was a, first of all, two people got me, two uh, blog sites got me on April mm-hmm. Fool's, but one was like pictures of the baby, yeah. and then it was like a scary ass rabbit when I you scrolled, and then the other one was like Fetty Wap is expecting twins, and I was like, I wait, is that true? No. Okay. But I screenshotted it, and I was about to put it on my story, it's uh-huh. like, I cannot believe this nigga keep getting, <laughs> like this nigga ain't had a hit since I don't know what, and what it's just like, doing? how much royalties are you collecting off of, what's that, the first song, um... Well, he Trap had, Queen. Trap Queen. He I had. heard he invests his money, though, into a lot of things. I hope. Because if them not, babies, like. You're just spreading over everywhere. I also have a problem with, like, me and my siblings mm-hmm. all being, like, the same age. Like. Exactly. <laughs> like, that, too. It's, it's like, like so really you did, nothing special. So we only have, we two months apart? <laughs> oh, damn. Like, I, I don't know. Uh, how many kids does he have? Like, seven? Six or seven? Yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't understand why these bitches keep lining up like that. And then it's just like it's either that or the dick must be really good, like really, really good. I could kind of see it. <laughs> okay, I could see it too. You know, and I feel like when men are lacking in something, they have to like make up for it in somewhere else. Uh huh. So like, I mean, oh, I can see it because it's just like look at the chicks that he's he's dealt with or whatever. 
you know, and I'm pretty sure that the, you know, speaking about like Alexis and Masika, for instance, they're not ugly women. Mm -hmm. You know, they can get any guy they want. So it's just like, why are you hooked on Fetty? Honestly, I think it was, I think at a certain point it just became a game. Mm -hmm. Like it just became like, who can like have his baby and who could be number one and who Mm -hmm. could be this and who could be that. And I also think like, it sucks to be born in a situation like that. It's just like, oh, so like. If this wasn't like love, this yeah. was like you doing this out of spite, bitch. True. Like that's very true. Mm. But I don't know. I don't know if I see myself laying down with Fetty. I don't see myself laying down with Fetty if the opportunity presented itself. No, I'm not fucking Fetty. <laughs> um, I always say that I don't want to fuck a rapper because mm-hmm. they're just used to seeing some different type of shit. True. Um, cause girls are willing to do any and everything. Like I had a rapper try to sleep with me, mm-hmm. and I was like, yeah. Well, I I wasn't even down for that shit anyways, mm-hmm. cause it was just like, I don't know you from like I know you cause you on TV yeah. or whatever. But it was just like I'm not I'm just, I'm not that girl. Like I'm yeah. not that one night stand. That just not nah, that's not me. But yeah, like. No, they you know you know these people is into some different type of different shit. type of shit, and you might like imagine a nigga like trying to pee in one of your eyeballs or like just some. And I weird believe that shit. that's very possible. Yeah, and then because you just, just even regular everyday men are creepy. Yeah, so so and women are willing to do so much mm-hmm. for rappers that mm-hmm. like. I feel like when you are going to sleep with a rapper, like in your mind, you gotta be like, damn, I gotta go hard, I gotta do this, I gotta, yeah. like, you. It, it might it, take away from the actual performance. Yeah, because <laughs> you in there, you you really thinking like, that this these men have sex so much, and it's just like, and with so many different women, you don't mm-hmm. know what these niggas is used. Like I always hear those stories about um, Corinne Stephens and yes. like the shit she used to do. Yes, and it's just like, oh, I could. Like, one, I don't, have you, okay, have you ever heard this story? One time, Irv Gotti told this story. Mm-hmm. Irv Gotti said he was mad at Corinne Stephens. And Corinne Stephens had showed up on one of their video sets. And Corinne Stephens, and he was like, yo, why the fuck are you here? Mm-hmm. And she was like, because I want to be in the video. And he was like, nah, we don't fuck with you. And she was like, so what I got to do for you to fuck with me? Mm -hmm. And he was like, you have to suck every nigga dick on this set. And she was like, where do you want me to start? Oh, my God. Okay. Bitch, what? I'm not. He was like, mm -hmm. in my mind, I'm thinking, like, she going to be like, nigga, fuck you. Like, that shit disgusting. He was like, yo, bro. She sucked every nigga's dick. Yes. And he was like, (laughs) and she... She did it, and she made it in the video. Oh, my God. And I was like, you, you, you know, know what, what type so? of entourage rappers have? I t- and if some of them niggas be dirty and shit, looking not even crazy. Not, aside from that, I don't know what you got going on down there. You know, it takes a lot of things to show up in men much later than it does in a woman when they got something. So mm-hmm. I don't know what you got going on. And then my mouth, like, I mean, she was brave. I heard she was one of the best. So. Every nigga on set. <laughs> That's a lot of sucking. I was like, she was a. I was like, she's one of them. She must have been like a sex addict or something. Cause I'm, when I hear shit like that, it's just like your mouth ain't hurt. I like, just know for a fact, like when I'm with my dude and I'm doing that, like I enjoy doing it, but it's just like, all right, I gotta do this again. So but the fact that you had to do it to like maybe twenty niggas minimum, maybe. <laughs> 
You know, Irv was like, mm. I was so wild. Like, mm. could you imagine? Maybe in my next life I would try something like that. I don't think so. <laughs> I also think being a groupie back then was more lit than being a groupie now. Because now you can, like, anybody can get you on camera. Sure. Like, everybody can see it back then. And then you can see all the groupies at any given moment that you want. Back so. then, you could be a groupie and, like, probably be good. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I was like, oh, I was doing my thing. Mm-hmm. But, like, ain't nobody know. Like, that was, I was on set and exactly. then I went home. Exactly. Like, and went to my regular job or whatever. But mm-hmm. I, now, we are so, like, every crazy thing we we Falling see, we be like, phones. oh, nah, I got to get this shit on my yep. phone. So, and I've seen people expose people on, like, Instagram. Uh, like, of course. I've seen people get blowjobs on Instagram. Like, I've seen so many crazy things. Toes and- being sucked, asses being ate. Just everything. There's no, there's no privacy with anything anymore with social media. Toes sucked or eating ass. Both. No, would you? Oh, <laughs> what did I see? No, would you? Oh, would I do it? Would you rather eat a man's ass or oh. suck his toes? All right. I feel like I heard this on the podcast, too. Let me see. I a feel like ago. I'm this not funny sucking question. your toes just because niggas' feet are crazy, generally speaking. There's, mm-hmm. like, very few men that I've seen with decent toes. On a drunk night, and if you told me you wanted it, I'll eat your ass. Okay. Would you... It's a really funny question from mm-hmm. a previous episode. Would you fuck a bum for a million dollars? Hell yes, I would. <laughs> <laughs> would you fuck a bum for $50,000? Nah. Mm-mm. Okay. No. A million, yes, because it's like, all right, that's a quick fuck or whatever. Uh-huh. I'm pretty sure you're not getting pussy because you're a bum. Right. You know, and then it's like, I'm up a million dollars now. 50K, no. I'm not doing that. I'm not taking that L for 50,000. But if nobody knew. No. I'm not doing it. <laughs> There's so many other ways, quicker ways or different ways to get 50K. Like a million is just like, all right, I'll fuck a hundred K? If I'm really desperate, you know, maybe 200 Oh, here's would be my bare one. minimum. Here's another funny one. <laughs> would you peg a man for $10,000? I mean, yeah, why not? Okay, I would too. That's easy. <laughs> That's easy. What? Okay, let's get back into <laughs> Yo, those questions be so funny to me. Um... Because oh, everybody would do something for some millions. Hell but when yeah, you be what? like 10000 15000 you be like, nah, I could do that by myself. But I'd be like, when the rent do? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Let's talk about this Howard University scammer. Yes. So, this student, his name was Terrence. He was a law student. Mm-hmm. He worked in the financial aid office. And... So at first, because I didn't really read the story, I thought he was taking money from the school. That's what I thought too. So I was like, you know, he found a way. This little thing, cool. Mm-hmm. No, he was taking money from the actual students. So, like one of the emails I saw was a student was like, "Hey, you know, I think I have, or hey, I have six thousand dollars of." Blah, 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 blah. Like, mm-hmm. when can I start using it? Mm-hmm. And he wrote them back, like, unfortunately, your $6,000 uh, was used towards, he just made some shit yeah. up, another program, and we will not be giving you that this semester. Mm-hmm. Um, 
sorry for the inconvenience or some shit like that and made off with the half a million dollars oh my God. if you all have seen his pictures he had fur coats gucci, gucci bags i seen that gucci loafers he was traveling he was a, a rapper he made songs about so being he's fly his best life. um fucked up <laughs> and like, all right, if that was, if you were presented that opportunity to really take advantage like that, would you do it? If you were desperate enough. To the students, nah, I wouldn't okay. do it because um, I've seen so many people not be able to go to school because they didn't have the money. True. And for things like a new bag, new mm-hmm. shoes, like shit like that, for, um, and, like the possibility or the thought of somebody having to drop out of school mm-hmm. because they didn't have the funding that they thought they were gonna have. True. That's fucked up. It is. Like, nah. See, I didn't know that he was taking from the students. Yeah. I thought it was from the school. So. I thought it was from school too. I was like, my nigga, get it. Like, I was like, I don't think I would have did a half a meal with you know, a little 10,000 and exactly. I would have clocked out. Um, but that's fucked up. That and is. Seeing, did you see the video where he was with his lawyer saying like I didn't do it? Yeah, and this stuff, nigga, you did it. Listen, like, you <laughs> and a bunch of other people was in there, like. But also, I was like, did they really think that the, like a half a well, I guess almost together it was like mm-hmm. a meal between okay. all of them that that wouldn't like nobody would trace that back or look into it. And or, then it's like if you have all these students, you know, knowing that they have these funds available and then they're all, you know, getting these messages like, oh, you don't. You right. Know, it's just like, wait a minute. Out of nowhere. You know, it's like, I normally have this money available, you mm-hmm. know? I, I don't know. People aren't too smart. It and you know, when, when they get away with things the first time, that's the problem. It's mm-hmm. just like, all right, I got away with it this time and the 10th time, so I'm good. You know, nothing's gonna happen. And he probably got accustomed to like certain life and he probably mm-hmm. had to upkeep that shit of course i think seeing him in that fur coat and that gucci messenger that's I was what like, made, i was like yeah, you yo did that shit. you did it okay living but. taking pictures leaping and shit <laughs> like <laughs> you're living better than me like i don't know i don't know i i don't know if i have i don't know if i can take from somebody in that sense mm-hmm you know, like, I feel like we're all presented with temptations and stuff like that. But it's like if somebody's really trying to better themselves, this is what's going to help them advance into getting into their career or something like that. Why disturb that exactly. for your own personal gain? You know, and it's not like you're taking the money to do something and start a business or something like you taking it for I think it was getting fly. Like, you were getting real fly. That's it. Like, and I think he was traveling. Like I believe it. Like, nah. I believe he did that shit. Like, there's, I don't know. You got to do better. Did you see the students protesting with Bitch Better Have My Money? I did see that. I was like, that is a good song. It is a very good song. And now every time um, I hear that song, I'm going to think of the protest. I'm hoping that... I know already that HBCUs are super underfunded. Exactly. So I'm like, damn, like, hopefully they can, like, find a way to, like... Because I know some students had to drop out of school because they course. couldn't afford it. Of course. And I'm like, you know, hopefully they find a way to, like, let them back in and yeah. they give them money or something. Cause but that I don't shit even know if that's going to happen either. But yeah, hopefully. I don't know. That's where I feel like it's, it's just like, all right, you were really fucked up for that. Exactly. Taking from a school is like, okay, cool. But he's going to be in jail for he, him. He's going so. to be. I guess that will be his um payback. Uh... So let's talk about the. Oh, one thing I wanted to talk about mm-hmm. is this. St- 
what was it? is this Stefan Clark, the guy oh. that was gunned down in the backyard? Yes. Um. Twenty times they said that the autopsy report showed that it was like from seven or eight times. It was seven like or eight times was from the back. Mm-hmm. Um. And the cops thought he had a gun, but he had a cell phone. Mm-hmm. And I know that there were some tweets of him basically like, fuck black woman, mm-hmm. fuck black lives matter, blah, blah, blah. Super fucked up shit. Yeah. Um, definitely hard to fight for someone after seeing that shit. Mm-hmm. But also, we all have a conscience and we know nobody deserves to die the way exactly. that he died. And I don't, like, just thinking about the way we are dying literally daily and the way they're doing us and thinking about how we're doing all of these like peaceful protests mm-hmm. and like how we're really trying and how these cops are getting paid leave and mm-hmm. they're getting their charges dropped I'm like what the fuck is next I don't know. I feel like with that, because I, you know, I saw the tweets also of him, you know, bashing black women and everything like that. Um, after that, I was just like, all right, I don't, you know, I'm not really going to pay attention to the story anymore mm-hmm. just because this is how you felt about black women. Right. At the same time, you know, you were gunned down because they, they mistake, m- mistook your gun, I mean, your cell phone for a gun. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, when are the cops going to stop using the same narrative? Right. You know, like, if it was a white kid with a freaking cell phone in their hand, are they getting gunned down? No. You know, and this just goes to show you time and time and again how much the black person is so feared that the smallest thing can just be such a quick trigger for these people that are supposed to protect us. You know, like, why we fear that much? Right. And why do our lives not matter to you guys? Exactly. You know, and it's 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 extremely messed up. Um, it makes you it makes you fearful to not have children. You know, it's like, why am I going to have a kid in uh, in a country where they really don't matter? I don't even matter, you mm-hmm. know? So it's just like, why would you want to bring somebody else into that? You know, you're sending your kid out to go enjoy a night on the town with their friends, do whatever they want to do, and you're taking a risk every single time. They may not make it home. Exactly. You know, and it's just like, why is it that my turn up as a black person gets misconstrued as something being violent and negative when a white kid could do the same exact thing? If not, they be, turn up fucking hard as hell. Yes. Like, like they you know, turn the fuck up. They don't say excuse me when they're drunk. Like, nope. they piss me off. They, they love the most, arguing. Yes, they're very the aggressive. Shit, and like, it's just like, no, they're, you know, they pacify everything. It's not fair. Yeah, no, it's I not agree. fair at all. But, um, you know, even take away the whole, you know, him disrespecting black women, he still did not deserve the, to die the way he did. And mm-hmm. then he's leaving two children behind, you know, a girlfriend, wife, whatever she was to him behind to raise these two children now without their father. And it's just playing into the, you know, the stereotypes of black America. And it sucks. You know, it's like, when is this going to change? When is this going to end? And until we really come together as a people, and I know it's like, we constantly say this, you know, the same narrative, like, we really need to stick together, but it's like, when are we really going to do it? You know? This is what I think needs Mm -hmm. to happen. And I feel like for a person like me to even be thinking like this, Mm -hmm. that I am really fed the fuck up, Mm -hmm. but... White people got to die mm-hmm. in order for them to be like, oh, no, 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 okay, no, mm-hmm. we got, something got to stop. Exactly. Because 
that's the only way they are going to care. Because you're not going to tell me that these little white boys be running up in these fucking schools and shooting shit the fuck up and they make it out in handcuffs. Exactly. With crazy rifles, crazy, like, crazy Thank shit you. and they make it out safely. But yet... Black men are walking down the street with their cell phones mm-hmm. in their hand. Or this guy in this instance was in his backyard. Mm-hmm. So they gunned him down in his grandmother's backyard. Crazy. Which is super fucked up. Mm-hmm. Um, and because he has something in his hand, it's automatically a gun. A weapon, exactly. And for y'all to fire 20 shots? 20? It's, it's sickening. Like... I don't know. That's why. And I I feel like, too, it's just like they say the cops are here to protect you. You know, we don't want any beef. We don't want any drama with you guys. But at the same time, it's like, look at the, you know, look at the environment that you're already creating without us even being there. So so it's like when you see a cop automatically, you're on the defense. Right. It's like, all right. I don't know. I really don't know what you're going to do. I don't even want you. Yo, even if I saw some crazy shit go down Mm -hmm. or maybe if I heard an argument, I wouldn't even want to call the cops mm-hmm. because God forbid in my mind I thought something was going on but it wasn't really going on and mm-hmm. then when the cops came they shot shit the fuck they killed somebody exactly and that was because I called the cops you get what I'm saying but also it could be a situation where the cops do need to be called yep. but I, you don't even want to call because exactly. you don't you know it could be two black men out there talking to arguing mm-hmm. whatnot and you just already know like nah I don't even want cops to it's kill true. like did you out watch here um, the series The Shy on Showtime yes alright you remember when that's my the shit. guy's name I love that show so the good. older guy um, when he got shot mm-hmm. um, and the grandmother was telling I forgot the boy's mother the one that's the nurse yes okay I when, forgot his, yes yeah, but when I he was when she was telling when she was saying um when she was offering suggesting to the grandmother like oh you know we need to get him help she's like no because then they're gonna start asking questions once we bring him to the hospital and then they're gonna just lock him up like that's they do true. the rest of these black men and it's it's crazy that you can't even sit up here and get help when you're lying on your deathbed with the fear of you know the cops possibly doing something to you right it's crazy it's really, really crazy, and it's... I mean, just being black in America is just messed up. Yeah. Like, it's 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 crazy, and it's like... I know for me, I grew up in Long Island, and I grew up in a predominantly white neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Um, my first experience with racism, I was probably about, like, five years old. I was playing with these three white girls that lived across the street from me, and the middle daughter called me a nigger. So I was just like, What? So I went home or whatever, and then as I got older, you know, that's when I realized, like, it wasn't really y'all that was racist. It was your parents that was racist. Because mm-hmm. what little kid is going to sit up here and know to call a black person a nigga right. at the end of the day? Of course. You at know? that age, yeah, for Exactly. Sure. You know, and I know when um, it was brought to her mother's attention, she's like, you don't speak like that, da-da-da, blah-blah-blah. And I'm just like, bitch, y'all talk like this in y'all home. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm the nigga that's on the block. And <laughs> that's how she knew to call me that. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, you don't want to think that every white person is racist or whatever. But then at the same time, it's like, look what is shown to us and look what is, look how we're treated mm-hmm. as a whole. You know? Yeah, when I was in, so when I was in high school, my mm-hmm. mom, we got stationed in a town called Granite City, Illinois. Okay. And it's literally a raggedy ass white rundown town. Mm-hmm. And everybody was super fucking racist. Mm-hmm. And I went to school there for four years. Wow. Um, and, you know, people... It was people going down the hallways doing a Nazi sign. Like, mm-hmm. 
And it was only about like maybe I'm gonna say like forty black kids in the whole high school. Are you serious? So Confederate flags waving in there. I'm talking about crazy shit. Wow. But I always said like thank God my mama was in the army mm-hmm. and I had I was raised in so many different states, so I met. I was able to meet cool white people yeah. to be like, "I right, everybody ain't like this. These people is like white trash. Exactly. They ain't never been around shit, whatever." But if that was like my first time, like being around a bunch of white people, I, I would fucking hate them. Yeah. Like just from seeing like the hate that these students had, mm-hmm. and it was just like, I didn't, yeah. I'm just me. Like, what the fuck you yeah. want me to do? Like, I can't. Nah, I wasn't feeling that shit but and even now like some of the kids who i thought was like wasn't racist Mm -hmm. i'll be on like you know every once in a while i like to get on facebook Mm -hmm. see what my auntie's doing (laughs) you know aunties and you know see what ugly ass picture they posted up of me you know i like to check it and i'll see them on some trump shit or like Mm -hmm. you know kids i went to and i was just like bro you was mad cool you know you just all know like it was a front like you get so um, yeah, I dealt with that shit for four years, mm-hmm. and I was like, I couldn't wait to move to New York. No, it's crazy. And, like, even me, too, like, I feel like with, I grew up in Freeport, Long Island, and even though where I was, it was predominantly white, the high school itself is a public school or whatever, um, the white people were the minority, because all the white people in Freeport sent their kids to private and Catholic schools and stuff like that. You okay. Know, they didn't want their children to be around, you know, the black kids and the Spanish kids and stuff like that. But even the white kids that were there, they still felt like they were above. And I'm just like, if you don't sit your ass down, like, you know, and it's just, where do y'all get y'all feeling of superiority? Yes, granted, it can be what's shown in the media and all that other stuff, but what, what, who told you that your skin color is better than mine? You know what I'm saying? Like the why world, do you feel- though. No, yeah. it's really like when we kind of think about like, ra- like race. Like one thing that I was thinking is like, mm-hmm. you know, there's so many specials like when 9/11 happened mm-hmm. about people from Iraq yep. and um, Kim Jong Young or whatever his name is mm-hmm. and um, Korea and that shit. Like there's so many specials on different races and how fucked up they are. But where's that one special on a white man mm-hmm. and how much fucking shit that he's done to this fucking world because if you look at all the major atrocities it's white men the serial killers like white men like you know what i'm saying let's acknowledge that problem like i want to see a special acknowledging Mm -hmm. how fucked up the white man is and i feel like when there's a problem in the white community they do so much to keep it under wraps like in long island addiction county they have the whole entire like the opioid addiction that's going on right now and so many people are dying from it mm-hmm. but you don't hear about that in the news or very rarely you do you know and it's like we have to keep oh it no no we feel so bad it's like now and you guys have to get some type of attention and, for uh, it, you know and let's set up uh mini stations to help these people and let's give them methanol yes. um, patches yes and let's make sure they're getting high and safe places exactly fuck out of here like and I, I just don't have time for it. it's just like you know what like y'all can i don't know they just fucked up and like i i'm i don't feel i mean i know i'm prejudiced a lot of the times mm-hmm. with shit it's really towards white people but that's only because it's like just things that i've experienced and things that i've witnessed whether it be me other people anything like that and it's just fucked up right. so that's why i feel like i'm a proud black woman mm-hmm. you know i don't care 
whoever feels some type of way about it. And I just feel like black people as a whole need to do so much research to know where they came from so that they would know, like, listen, don't accept this shit. Don't tolerate any bullshit from anybody that's going to make you feel less than. Like, we, our lineage goes back to Africa. We are kings and queens, literally. Right. Okay? So once everybody acknowledges that and realizes that, like, I feel like we could really start something. I feel like something is happening right now. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, but at the same time, like, it's really going to take something major to happen in order for us to really just rise above the bullshit. Yeah. And I, I don't know, man. Yeah. I just, I was thinking, I was like, I don't know if it's going to happen now, but I was mm-hmm. thinking about, like, how radical these new teenagers are in a sense oh, yeah. and how they're like out like how they just had the march mm-hmm. um and i was like i think them motherfuckers is gonna like they start a to war t- to, like to turn it up they gonna turn mm-hmm. it the fuck up and i feel like everybody is gonna follow suit after that yeah. um ah that should just sucks because i'm like i got brothers uncles mm-hmm. niggas i dated like that I care yeah, about you know like exactly. so much and it's, just and it's like, like i don't want nothing to happen to you yeah like, you or, and just knowing that them just walking down the street mm-hmm. is a threat to their life yeah minding their business yes and they car driving it like it's just, things that people get to do every single day mm-hmm. like we could barely do because mm-hmm. we are a threat 24 7 all the time I don't know. That shit is just like... But we need to realize that we are threat for a reason. We have so much power. And I get that, we too. We have so but, much power. Like, Yeah, but then, you know, I be thinking about mm-hmm. how, how that mind control... Like, I was thinking about how, you know, from when we were in elementary school mm-hmm. and our history books, mm-hmm. and the only people they really taught us about was, like, Martin Luther King... Yeah. And maybe a few others, but when you think about all the white people that they taught mm-hmm. you about, and mind you, and some of these white people that they were telling us about were slave owners, mm-hmm. like, but acting like these men were like, they're so good, so much good for the country. Oh, Abraham Lincoln, he was, you know, a, he a, freed the slaves. No, no, he other slaves, shit. Like, like, like so, so much bullshit. It's just like it, like you said, we have to do our research. Mm-hmm. We have to learn who we are, but. Um, it's been instilled in us when you be seeing like Cleopatra and shit and the bitches be white. It's just like... Did you see on the news, it was a couple of, I want to say maybe, I know it was this year, maybe like January, February, they showed this new portrait of, or maybe like a new model of Cleopatra. Yes, and it was a, it was like a white lady. A white woman, slim ass nose. No, said, yo. If y'all don't get the hell out of here, sis was a brunette. Like, we haven't like, been to museums and seen. <laughs> when I, I was watching Good Morning America, and I was like, they really serious. Yo, right the now. hair all silky. Like, that pissed me off. It pissed me the hell off. Like, stop trying to gentrify everything, okay? It's really annoying now. Like, y'all really are some culture vultures, and it's mm-hmm. really getting me tight. Like, stop the whitewashing. I can't stand it. Yeah, like, like a, a, uh, a bunch of people are upset because two white people just got named, like, the African... Um, I guess they're the people that's going to be bringing in African art into the Brooklyn Museum, mm. and they hired two white people to mm. do it. And... Um, people were like, yeah, it's cool that they studied that shit, but, mm-hmm. like, I love that now we're being, like, actually, like, it's cool that, like I said, like, that's something that you took an interest in, mm-hmm. but, like, I would like to have some type of say. Yes. And the things that we are putting um, in museums or whatever, because this is my people, like, this is my shit. Exactly. Like, we ain't, we ain't, 
nobody comes to us to pick out white people shit from exactly. museums. Like, no. Exactly. Like, like, they're curating all of that shit. Everything. And now you want to curate our shit, exactly. too. Exactly. And it's it's frustrating because it's like, you know, it's it was like the first opening scene in Black Panther with um, Killmonger going into the museum and yes. all that. Like, nigga, I'm taking I, I my shit. I lived for that shit like, when you said that. I was like, oh, I'm here like, for it. Right, like, okay. yeah, like, those... and. And maybe that's one of the things that also, like, added to that uproar, mm-hmm. like, us watching that movie and being like, because we, we don't even think that, like, when we go to museums mm-hmm. and stuff, like, who curated the yeah. um, the sets or the sections or whatever, mm-hmm. we don't even think like that. But when you, once you see the people who are behind it, it's just mm-hmm. like, what the fuck do you really know? And at like, the same time, even though, say, if, if it was a black person that went to go study it and they picked two black people, it, yes, it is their interpretation of it, but it's more authentic coming from a black person mm-hmm. versus a white person. You know, because it's like, you're not going to understand the struggle. Right. Like, you're just never going to understand the struggle. I don't care how many black friends you have. It doesn't matter. You're never going to understand the struggle. You know, and I just feel like we just need to come together. Like, yeah, that's just what it boils down I to. I want to see that. Like, and me personally, like, I was just having this conversation with Yaya the other day. We were just like, yo, like, we don't really have a desire to go to, like, European countries and stuff like that. Like, I want to go, you know, at some point. But it's like, I have a stronger desire to visit Africa and all the countries there, you know, and just anywhere that's black because Mm -hmm. there's so much to learn and so much to know, you know. And it's just like, I'm not really going to get that going to somewhere over there you know? yeah the other day i was in an uber mm-hmm. and the driver was african he was like yo where are you from in africa mm-hmm. and i felt like shit because i've been saying i want to take the test to mm-hmm. figure out like where i'm really from yeah but i haven't taken it yet and i had no answer and he yeah. was like yo you don't know where you from mm-hmm. and i was just like i yeah. haven't done it either so don't like, feel bad but no i was like <laughs> i didn't think this ride was yeah. gonna like hit me like that like <laughs> I just thought you was going to take me home, but exactly. now you got me like, and it's been on my mind mm-hmm. and I, I'm really interested because people have told me like, I look like so many things mm-hmm. that I'm like, oh, I really Have you gotten Ethiopian before? All the time. Okay. Yeah. You do. So <laughs> I want to know mm-hmm. so badly, but he made me feel like shit because he was like, damn, bitch, you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> like, how you black? Oh, you don't know. <laughs> yeah, but a lot of us don't know. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's so important for us to like figure out where we're from mm-hmm. and like you said like travel there see yeah. it like because i feel like once you it's it's different to read about it but then it's like when you actually go there and you experience it it's just a different thing mm-hmm. you know and like i haven't been yet but it's like i have friends that are african and just the things that they show me and they tell me i'm just like yo like i feel like i'm missing out like mm-hmm. this is the closest thing to me to you know my culture like my parents are first generation i mean i'm first generation american in this country my parents are both from jamaica and it's like I'm so into my culture because it's like I feel like I actually belong to something. Right. You know? And um, it's like it, it's just so much there and like there's so much li- our, in, in Jamaica like we have so much ties to Africa and like there's so many things that go back to Africa so it's like I have to make my way back. Mm-hmm. Like, I've you know, yet to go to Jamaica now. You're gonna have, well, to go. The next time we go, Ooh, if you want to come, just come. Just saying. The everything. Don't believe the stereotypes about Kingston being bad. And I mean, it's bad, but no, I feel like there's crime everywhere. Yeah. But the same it always looks like 
like a, walking outside in New York is the same risk you taking right. walking outside anywhere else. Listen, so I'm here for the food, oh, the, the dancing. You're gonna have to put the, your diet on hold then. Oh no, I know. Okay. I, w- I would never go to another <laughs> country and be on a diet. Nah, but I it won't have, be bad because it's like organic stuff shit. anyway. Right. So you'll be fine. Now I want to be here for everything. Yeah. Like I, I like to eat. It'll but, be fine. Um, <laughs> let's talk about. I saw an article where they said that. For a school, they had approved to have rocks in the classes for the mm-hmm. students. Uh, there, so essentially, there will be a bucket of rocks mm-hmm. in the classes for the students just in case somebody wants to come in and have a massacre or start a massacre or whatever. So is there a bucket of rocks at each student's desk or is it one designated no, area? No, I think there's a designated area where you go to... Um, for these rocks just in case a mass shooting happens. And I was like, what the fuck are rocks gonna do That's what I'm when trying to guns out. are blazing? And also, these are kids. Children, exactly. They are startled. They don't know what the fuck to do. It's even heartbreaking when you think about like seeing the bulletproof book bags mm-hmm. now being sold everywhere mm-hmm. and the bulletproof uh, gym mats. Mm-hmm. And... You know, you're a mom, so yeah. it's just like when you think about things like that. See, this is, and you, you know what it is? It boils down to knowing the type of child you have, mm-hmm. you know, and in situations like that. My child is very prissy and very scary. Um, I keep trying to instill some type of backbone in her, and she's just like, no, mommy, it's not right. You're not supposed to hit back, you know, right. things like that. So it's like, I know if, God forbid, if that was to ever happen and she's there, she ain't running for no goddamn rock. Okay. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, she's going to be scared for her life. So it's just like, let's be smart now and stop being idiots and thinking that a freaking rock is going to protect a child or anybody from a freaking bullet. Right. You know what I'm saying? Look how many niggas done got shot in parks before. You think they thinking of picking up a fucking rock? How effective and is how that? how big are these rocks? They, like, they, is it a pebble? Is it a massive rock? Because if it's massive, you know these children are not picking it up. Right. Like, let me know. Because I, I don't know. I just feel like with people that make these laws, they really just go far They're in their bozos. fucking imagination. They're daydreaming. Yes. And it's just like, in a real world, please let me know. What child you know is picking up a fucking rock? Please let me know. Yeah. Or let me run to, you know, the rock wall to go... Fuck this bullet up real quick. Right. Possibly die, but I'm like, you know, I might have a chance with a rock. No. Exactly. It's stupid, and it's just like, I feel like if you're going to take preventative measures, let's do what they do in the black schools. Have fucking metal detectors, if that's exactly. the case. Have security every goddamn where. Check you know? these kids all fucking Exactly. Day. Exactly, because I know gonna well, like, it wasn't, I know sometimes during my high school, um, in my high school years, when there be, like, certain tensions between certain groups and stuff like that, they'd bring the metal detectors out, mm-hmm. you know? And then there's other schools where they have metal detectors out all year round. So it's just like, yo, like, this, these are the things that are, you know, happening in the black schools the hispanic schools the minority schools but and you don't hear about nobody coming to school and really fucking niggas up on right. some massacre shit in these minority schools exactly you only hear about it in the white schools and there's nothing being done to prevent it from happening so i would take heed to that you know what i'm saying and be like all right let's let's look at the statistics of everything and they be don't like, want to face no the facts and it's crazy like i know good and well if like i I don't know. If I, it was the other way around and black men were the ones that were um, starting all of these massacres, mm-hmm. the way they would double down on us. Listen. 
Nigga, everybody Listen. be homeschooled. But this is why <laughs> I say black people really just need to understand how much power we have. Once we do that, like, we can really fuck this whole country up. And just really rise. Like, and not even on some, like, oh, we're better than. But it's just like, yo, we can really, really do some shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Look at all the freaking great inventions of all time. And just even these you know, companies and just technology, everything that black people have created and been a part of, revolutionary things, and it's just like, we barely get credit for it. It's messed up. Because they don't want us to know. They're not putting that shit in the books. They're not putting it on the forefront. I mean, when I was in college, I took an African-American studies Mm -hmm. class, and I learned so much because that class was specific to me and my Mm -hmm. people. But again, even a semester is not... It's not enough. There's so much to know because... There's so many different levels to blackness. Mm -hmm. And I don't mean that in one being superior to the other. I just mean that in like, listen, even in America, people, black people in New York, it's completely different from black people in the South, different from black people in the Midwest and on the West Coast and all that. Right. You know, it's just completely different. So now you got black people everywhere. Do you know how different that is? And so many things to know, so much history. It's just like... I don't know. We just got to do better. Yeah. And now I'm thinking about it. I have some more research to do. <laughs> um, and then along with so along with the rocks, mm-hmm. another thing is I think some schools in Florida already mm-hmm. got approved for teachers to have guns. Wait, did you hear about the teacher in I think California who he was showing the kids how to use the gun and misfired or something like that? <sighs> I I I don't know if he was an actual teacher or maybe like somebody that's was demonstrating it but it's just like what yeah so i don't know i mean how okay me having a child knowing that people don't know even though teachers choose to be teachers people have different thresholds for shit and sometimes you know you may have a lot of shit going on at home where mm-hmm. you might just fucking snap one day in school exactly if you got a gun and you raise that shit to my fucking kid like I'm coming for you. You know what I'm saying? I don't feel like teachers need to be given that power. Yeah. It's not correct. I just when do we when do we sit up here and really allocate the proper duties to people? Let teachers teach. If you feel like you need to have added protection, have security officers and police officers where they need to be if mm-hmm. that's the case. Like monitoring the exactly. hallways consistently. You know what I'm saying? Like it just does not make sense to me. We're putting and then on top of that, I'm pretty sure y'all not adding no extra pay to to today today salary for that right you know what i'm saying or the proper training for that either mm-hmm. it's it just doesn't make sense it's it's dumb yeah i just i just can't imagine like a teacher being like oh yeah shut the fuck up and like exactly. pulling out the gun just some like you just never know like you said like what someone went through that morning yeah. that day like something else could have put them on the edge mm-hmm. and then they or they could hold the school hostage like hello you know niggas is crazy and I feel like with all the crazy shit that's going on in this world, that would not surprise me if a teacher just popped off on some crazy shit. I believe it all the way. Trust me. So, I mean, I, I, mm. <sighs> this and world. And then, too, it's just kind of like, how was this nigga, the, the guy from Florida, able to get into the school with the freaking rifle that he had? Like, and Word. nobody decided to do anything? Like, that's my thing. How is he... Okay, he could have been a student there, but how is he able to get in there and nobody not say nothing or right. nobody do anything? That doesn't make sense. Like... Yeah, that's fucking crazy. I, I don't know. Um, well, all right. We're going to wrap up this episode. But um, one of the things that I want to start doing before every 
um, before the ending of episode is, y'all know that I think people from Florida are bad shit crazy. Y'all know this. Agreed. So I want to <laughs> I want to get one good headline of the week. <laughs> just in case you don't believe me. Just in case you're like, no, you know, I'm from Florida and we'll get... No, no, no. So here's this week's story. Mm-hmm. Golf cart driving Florida man tries to blow up neighbor's chickens with homemade whiskey bomb during dispute over BB gun. <laughs> There's mad weapons in that in that headline. Like, I don't have to go into the story. <laughs> I'm pretty like. <laughs> Um, a Florida man does exist mm-hmm. on from the show Atlanta. Yes, <laughs> people in Florida is crazy. Mm-mm-mm. Nikki, wrap it up. Let them know where they could find you. <laughs> Again, you guys can find my catering page at underscore underscore Nikki's Kitchen on Instagram. It's N I K K I S Kitchen on Instagram. And thank you for being on the show. Thank Twan. you. So you you're not nervous. I'm it not anymore. Good. You know my my butterflies flew away. Yeah, just, that's like what this. talking to me does. So, yeah. <laughs> um, again, everybody, thank you so much for tuning in. One of the things I'm working on is having a live show. I'm a little nervous about it. I'm like going back and forth with myself as um trying to think about if I should do it if I should not do it I really want to do it um and I want to do it this summer so tweet me and tell me what you not tweet me well I do have it I do have a twitter now as lauren xoxo but dm me on instagram and tell me if if I should have a live show which I think I'm gonna have it anyways but like tell me what you think and send me some ideas and I'll get it going 